This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles on everything you buy. Plus, get access to a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. Details at CapitalOne.com. Hey there, guess who stopped by the NPR office the other day? Maluma. Yep, the Colombian rapper and singer came through to play a Tiny Desk concert, and he played four of our favorite songs, so you're going to want to check that out on our NPR Music YouTube channel. After the show, he sat down to talk to me and Anna, and here is that conversation. Welcome to another edition of a post-Tiny Desk Alt-Latino interview. My name is Felix Contreras. I'm Ana Maria Sayer. And we have with us today... Oh, just, you know. Oh, look who, look just who dropped Maluma. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for stopping by, Maluma. <laughs> oh, thank you, guys. It's amazing to be here. Thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you. Great Tiny Desk concert, but we have some questions that go... To a little, get a little bit more understanding of the music right. and behind the music. And, yeah. you, and you. And you. I mean, obviously, you're coming all the way from Colombia, which we're so honored when we have Thank anyone, you. seriously, from anywhere in mm-hmm. Latin America come through these doors because we know what it means to the people who oh, watch yeah. at home. We have For a sure. huge audience who mm-hmm. really, really cares. And, and Felix and I... That's what we do here. Mm-hmm. Um, we we care about Latin music, Latino music, and so and um, we wanted to talk to you a bit about reggaeton and and what it's doing and has been doing in Colombia. We know obviously that mm-hmm. it's huge, huge yeah. in Colombia, and you are one of the artists that are at the mm-hmm. forefront of that. When did reggaeton become such a ma- such a massive part of Colombian culture of of the music scene there? <clears throat> well, I would say reggaeton, or I would say urban movement. You know what I mean? Because because sometimes people say that I'm a reggaetonero, but not a, I'm not a reggaetonero, you know. My genre is Maluma genre. I do whatever I love doing, you know. It's not like I do reggaeton and that's it, or trap. No, I love doing boleros. I love doing pop. I love doing salsa. So at the end of the day, it's like, that's actually why reggaeton is conquering uh, a bunch of charts right now because you can mix it with every genre, you know, like we can hear different kind of songs. Even my own songs, if you if you listen to Felice Los Cuatro, it's a very pop song, but the drums are a reggaeton drum. So, so it's like, that's why it's so strong right now because you can mix it with every genre and that's what is happening right now in Latin America and around the world. People love reggaeton and urban music. What does it say about Colombia specifically to be able to absorb those kind of influences? Because I'm, I'm old enough to remember mm-hmm. when, you know, listening to Salsa in the 70s, yeah. Celia Cruz, Hector Lavoe, and then yeah. all of a sudden, Oscar de Leon. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? It's like, I and I thought he was Puerto Rican initially, uh-huh. honestly. Yeah, like, what I do you know. think, what does it say about Colombia that it just reflects all these great influences? Well, I would say, I would say maybe we had a, a hard time, you know, like, bunch of violence, bunch of uh, war, and that made us pretty strong, you know, to keep trying to put our, he- our heads up on the water and say, we here, man, you know, because we, we, we had a crazy time that I don't really want to talk about it. But, but thank God it happened to us because now we have these whole generations full of passion, dedication, discipline. And I would say that that's what happened. Like we need to go through tough things to understand that we needed to work the double sometimes to to make us notice, you know? So so I think that's, that's what happened actually. Colombia is a beautiful country. It's not only because we have a bunch of talent, it's because we're situated in a pretty, 
beautiful zone in the world where we have the biggest two oceans, we have deserts, we have deserts, we have mountains, we have the ocean, we have a bunch of beautiful things. So I would say that even geographically, we're situated in one place that is pretty magical too. So maybe maybe it works too, you know, a little bit of magic in, in our country. <laughs> I've, I've been to Bogota, Medellin, Santa Marta, Beautiful. you know, I've been able to see these things and I, I see what you're saying, but also see how everybody's just so open to all the different influences. Oh they, yeah. Everything happens. When you go in the streets in Colombia, you see people playing every instrument, you know, people singing, people, well, there is a bunch, there are a bunch of studios in Medellin right now. Like it's it's crazy. Like the place where I, I was raised, um, we have at least like 30, 40 studios around right now. And when I started, it was only our studio. So we see like the music industry is developing a, a lot in, in our country and my city Medellin too. Yeah. You know? I love what you say about that because there's something that Felix and I know a lot about certain countries, especially who have experienced things that have been difficult that people want to either mm -hmm. make music about or mm -hmm. not make music mm -hmm. about, oftentimes there's almost as much being said in what you choose to talk about and what you don't. And mm -hmm. you you gravitate towards amor, you gravitate towards these joyful kind of mm -hmm. topics. And I think that there's something really beautiful in that intentionality that maybe not everyone picks up on all the time. It's crazy. I feel like like my dad or actually my parents, they taught me about this. Like I wake up every morning and my homework is like, yo, how to be proud of being Colombia, how to be more proud of being Latino, how I'm gonna take my culture to another level, how I'm gonna tell everyone that Paulo Escobar is not already alive, that we don't care about that guy, that we're music, that we're pop, that we're fashion, that we're more than that, you know? That's, that's my homework, actually. That's something, that's part of my responsibility because I know that a bunch of people listen to my music and listen to my words actually when I go on stage and that's what I try to say every time you know like yo guys there are so many beautiful things in our Latin culture uh, just forget about the past forget about the violence and all the stuff that we live already it's time to change the page and, and, and create a new beginning you know that's what I'm trying to do right now working hard for that you know when you talk about working hard I want to go back to something I read about uh, that you said that you did when you were a kid, that you made ham sandwiches, okay? And that <laughs> We've was, all heard the ham yeah, sandwiches. We're hustlers, man. But yeah. that was, that's the start of, your, of what you call your hustle, right? And what you said, yeah. it's just about working hard right now. And, and like, mm -hmm. how, create an arc. Like, where does that, those those ham sandwiches, a hustle, yeah. how does that manifest itself now with your music, with your, your <sighs> philanthropy? Philanthropy? Yeah, philanthropy? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy, man. Like, it's something natural, you know, something natural. You know, when you, when you got a hustle, you got a hustle. You know, like when I was a kid, I was like, I, I was going to my house and I was seeing like, there was no food in the freezer, you know? So when, when, when you see those pictures, it's terrible, you know? Like you need to go out and actually get your food, get your own food for your family, not only for you, for everyone around. So that's what, what actually took me to be here to work hard, uh, the necessity, you know, like being in the streets, like hustling every day. And I can tell right now with all my, my businesses, you know, like it's something natural that I have. I'm always creating new brands, new companies. Uh, I don't know. I just love this. I love the idea of producing new stuff and, and keep inspiring the world. But talking about that, I mean, you have a diversity of projects. You're a hustler mm -hmm. in that sense, but a hustler in terms of how you experiment <laughs> in your music yeah. as well. I mean, what you came and played here today, like stylistically, yeah. was really across the map. I love what you said, Maluma genre, right? Oh, like, yeah. 
<laughs> where does that come from? What? Where does that, is that a part of that hustler mentality to really put yourself out there musically? I would say it's part of the, my, or it's part of my mentality, but it's also in my DNA. You know, when, when you're having your DNA, I remember when I was a kid, I was going to my grandparents' house and they were listening to so many genres, especially salsa. And you know that salsa, with salsa happens something pretty similar uh, than reggaeton. Like you can mix it with everything. So when I was going to my grandparents' home, I was listening to the, the long place. They used to play La Fania, you know, all that stuff. And I was listening to so many flavors, so many rhythms that they just stayed in my DNA and on my mind. So I would say like the taste, my musical taste, I own it because of my grandparents. They gave it to me, you know, mis abuelos. Salsa was their heartbeat and reggaeton. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. And, uh, and la clave, la clave in la salsa is boom, 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 tun, tun, tun. And it's the same for reggaeton. So it's something that I just have in my DNA and I, and I enjoy it. I enjoy it doing different things, you know? It was for me easy to just come here and do the, I don't know, the the stage versions of each song, the the, the songs that I play on tour. But that was no, not my idea, you know? I, I really want to change the game a little bit and, and explore. I love new things. I love uh, growing. I love being outside of my, of my comfort zone. That's what I really love. When I'm too comfort, I feel like, Something wrong is happening, you know? When I come here and I don't feel any emotions because I'm singing, I mean, the same songs, the same rhythm. I don't like that. I always try to change the rules a little bit. We'll be back with our post-Tiny Desk Alt-Latino interview with Maluma. But first, we're going to take a short break. This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited 2x miles on every purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5x miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. Your next trip is closer than you think with the Venture Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Support for NPR and the following message come from Betterment, an automated investing and savings app. CEO Sarah Levy shares why accessibility is central to Betterment's mission. The real innovation for Betterment was taking a set of tools that were used by the ultra-wealthy and making them accessible to the average investor. And that includes tax strategies. That includes dollar-cost averaging. These are all sort of tricks of the trade. Learn more about automated investing technology at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. This message comes from NPR sponsor CarMax. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because CarMax believes you shouldn't just settle for a car, you should love your car. That's why every car they sell has CarMax certified quality, so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. Don't settle, find love at first drive. Start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. This message comes from NPR sponsor FX, presenting Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Where do you go to find new music and new musical influences? 
Well, now it's kind of easy because you have all these platforms, social media. So you go on social media, you see all like different genres, different people singing, different uh, artists every day, you know, people who are starting. And sometimes I feel like they they give me a lot, you know, like these new artists, they, they teach me a lot. So when I go back to Colombia, when I go back to Medellin, we have the Royalty House over there, which is like my record label. I have a record label, which we have a, a couple of artists, new artists. And when I go there and there's, they're young, they're pretty young. They're in, maybe they're like, what, 20, 21 years old. So when I get there and they start like listening to new stuff, you know, like what they're creating, I'll, I'm always there, you know? I always try to be, okay, I'm doing my business. So I come here with these old guys, you know, to talk about business, whatever it is. But when I'm coming back to Colombia, to Medellin, I go there, man, and, and I just, I just fill my mind of, of new music and, and new ideas. So speaking about all of these amazing artists, young artists that you've been a supporter of, you've kind of really taken care of a lot of people and caretaking is on the brain. You just announced mm -hmm. that you're going to be a dad. Oh my God, it's the first time we talk about that I shit. I know, that's what I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> you, I mean, you cried. Yeah, it's crazy. During what a crazy Amor de feeling, Mi Vida, and I couldn't, I couldn't help but think that that mm. had to relate to what you're feeling right now. That's me, man. I'm real. That's what that's what I love about music. I can be myself. You know, like this is the only way or some of the ways that I can talk to my fans through music, you know, and I just wanted to let them know that I was and that I'm having a baby. Wow, that's crazy. How does it feel to say that out loud? <laughs> no, I cannot say it loud. You know, it's yeah. like, I'm going to be at that. It's impossible to say that loud, but it's such a big dream. I always dream about this. It's perfect timing. I mean, all the beautiful things that I'm living. Uh, I'm looking for more personal experiences too. You know, like I love my music. I love being on tour. But I also want to keep growing as a human being, you know, not only as an artist. So this makes me feel so human, you know, and I love this. But at the same time, the more human I feel, the more artists I get. It's mm -hmm. so, so yeah. weird. Like like Paris, our beautiful daughter, she's growing inside her mom's belly. And, and she gives me, wow, many reasons to keep dreaming. And it's like she made a reset on my mind, you know, like it's like she, she, She's everything to me right now. It's crazy. It's a crazy feeling that only parents are going to understand. You know, it's like something like, right? It's right. weird. It's weird. Bro, but I just love this feeling. And, and, and my days are brighter than ever. So, Bro, my Beautiful. sons are 20 and 23. Imagine, and, right? And it, it, it gets better every day. Every instant. It gets better and That's better. That's what my dad tells me every right? day. Yeah, my dad, he's like, man. wait. So you hold her, you know, in your arms, wait for that feeling and then wait for them to start walking and then wait for them to, you know, so it's a beautiful journey. I'm here to learn. I think the, the kids come to this world to teach us a bunch of things. So I'm, I'm ready to learn. I know Paris is my, Paris is my maestra, you know, my yeah, teacher, yeah. like everything to me. With the... It happened with both of my sons, but the, when they, because when they're born, they're little blobs, right? They're just little blobs. <laughs> yeah. But one day they look up at you, either through scent or through sound, they recognize you. Yeah. And when she recognizes you, your life's over, bro. Man, it's I just sang, a, everything changes. I completely. sing every day yeah. to her, every yeah. oh, day during morning, yeah. before I go to bed. I kiss the belly like like I feel like she's already there you know so it's pretty special man like this is this is a crazy crazy feeling that I 
I love it. This is my biggest dream ever, you know? So now it's happening. I cannot be more happy right now. I'm, I'm, and, you know, felicidades, you know. Felicidades. Thank you. So, and, and, and we're anxious to watch and see how you balance because you've got a new album out. Mm-hmm. You're on tour right now. I'm you know. Ready. And the next time you go out, you know, you're going to be, you're gonna, oh. there's going to be a baby at home. There's going to be a baby at home. So, yeah. it, like, it's going to be very interesting to watch you balance. I'm learning. no doubt you can do it. Yeah, I'm yeah. learning. I'm yeah. learning right now. Like, what I have on my mind is, like, I don't want to get a part of her. You know, like, I don't want to separate. Like, like she, I want her to leave everything next to me. I want to see her with me touring. I want to see her with me in the hotels. I want to, I want to, I want her to leave everything because I was reading actually, because now I watch every podcast about parents. And <laughs> <laughs> so it's so funny. And I was seeing that the first six months, even the whole year, uh, they have these lapse of time. So they like learn everything about life in those six mm-hmm. months, yeah. everything they touch, yeah. everything they smell, everything they see, you know, in those six months. So as soon the doctors say that she can fly with me, man, yeah. she's not going anywhere, but that is <laughs> arms, you know, like. <laughs> and you know, the first place they learn their beat, it's through, it's through the parents' heartbeat. Yeah. That's where they oh learn it. God. That's how I they read learn that their too. music. <laughs> you already know, you're covered. I'm an OG. <laughs> <laughs> in parent situation oh my that. god that's do you funny. do you feel like i mean you can't even anticipate how having her will impact the way that you the you know that, that you there is a saying there is a saying in spanish they say like los niños vienen con el con el pan debajo del brazo that's like kids are coming to this world like with their foot under their arm sí. i would say that like that and that's totally true. Like, I feel like everything around my life is working in a very positive way. It's like, okay, understanding life right now. Like, everything is put in, in the right place. Nothing bothers me anymore. It's like, there is nothing bigger than Paris. So, if there is any problem in my life, I just think about Paris and yeah. that's like, it's done. You know what I mean? So, yeah, so, yeah, I know exactly what yeah, you mean, man. Bro. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay, so next time you come back, we're going to talk about Felix makes me cry every day when he talks about his kids and now yeah. like you're doing the same thing. I just yeah, it's a crazy feeling. Yeah, Great dad. Beautiful. Thank you. Thanks for asking though. Yeah. yeah well, you know, thank you for coming by and talking to us, man. Thank you, man. Yeah, really great, appreciate great that. Concert. Really appreciate you're, it. you're on a roll. You got a great new album. You're out touring thank right you. now. So, so thank exciting. You. Yeah. So thank you. Success to you, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. Gracias, hermano. Thank you, guys. Thanks again to Maluma for taking some time after his Tiny Desk concert to talk with me and Anna. And I hope you enjoyed that conversation because I know we did. And be sure to check out his performance and all the other El Tiny videos that we have from Latino Heritage Month on our NPR Music YouTube channel. There you can also see a video version of this interview. I'm Felix Contreras. As always, thank you so much for listening. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Dignity Memorial. When your celebration of life is prepaid today, your family is protected tomorrow. Planning ahead is truly one of the best gifts you can give your family. For additional information, visit DignityMemorial.com. This message is brought to you by NPR sponsor, Lisa, in collaboration with West Elm. Discover the new natural hybrid mattress, expertly crafted from natural latex and certified safe foams, designed with your health and the planet in mind. Visit leesa.com to learn more. 
On Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, we have very important people on our show and then ask them about very unimportant things. Here's U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. Uh, We are also reliably informed that among your enthusiasms, in addition to macroeconomic policy, is mobile gains. Uh, There is some truth in that. There's some truth in that. (laughs) Join us for the NPR podcast that considers all the other things. That's Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me.